Grandpa Jim, Motivation, Central Station, how are you? Are you doing fantastico? Are you rocking and rolling it? Are you making new waves? Are you living life to the fullest? For if you are not, look into the mirror and say, why not? If you need some help to get you motivated, uh, when we hang out with other positive people, we will become positive, more energetic. When we're eating right, we're going to be more uh, energetic. You know, you're not eating all that sugar that boosts you up for a while and brings you down. Are you angry? Are you ticked off? I always say people are like teapots. If you're not, if you keep getting angry, you might show up. You might show up at a state capitol with a rifle in your hands. It, it, it manifests itself in very hideous ways. So we need to have healthy solutions to our anger. We need to discuss it with another human being, why we're upset. Um, and the right human beings that are positive. Um, we have a lot going on in the news. A lot of sad... You know, stuff. Uh, We have a situation here in Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin happens to be a hotbed of activity uh, for a lot of reasons. Our COVID is off the charts in Green Bay, Wisconsin, home of the Green Bay Packers. 20% of all people that are getting tested have the COVID. It is the hottest spot, um, the uh, Brown County other surrounding areas around there, that Brown County is like the hottest spot in the United States of America. We've got the Kyle Rittenhouse situation down in Kenosha where Jacob Blake was shot in the back seven times. And uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, you know, he's the kid that came to the Kenosha murders and he, uh, you know, when the Kenosha officer shot a man that had no weapon in his hands in the back seven times when he was trying to get into a vehicle instead of trying to tackle him or uh, stop him from getting into the vehicle. Uh, The officer unloads seven bullets in his back and uh, so, and then we get this situation where we bring up people's records and histories from the past. Um, in my business, when I hire somebody, I like to hire people with felonies. And I'll tell you why. Because they're not all bad people, you know. And sometimes uh, redemption, right? You know, I when I work with young African-American People, you know, I say, look at the old guys in your neighborhood that are sitting on the porch right now, or um, you see them at the grocery store. Do you see them gangbanging? They're like, no, because they outgrew it, right? There's this time in life when people are young and, and not making the best consequences, you know? And so these, these things come up afterwards, like... Uh, you know, Jacob Blake should have got shot in the back because he had a past 
criminal record. No, folks. This is why we have court systems and we don't just shoot people in the back. Do you want police officers just pulling you over and unloading on you? No, 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 right? So last night uh, we had a situation uh, Thursday night of this week. Um, I broke that story locally here. I saw um, National Guard um, coming into our State Fair Park in the morning, and I knew there was going to be a um, decision in a case where a officer uh, from Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, um, he shot a young man at a mall and fatally killed him uh, as the kid was running away from him. And um, he had shot uh, three other young people of color, fatally injuring, you know, uh, taking their lives away in five years. And there was this uh, commission that looked at it, uh, an outside city. um, I'm not quite sure if it was state that came up with Uh, that this officer should have been removed from the police department after he murdered the second person. That was their conclusion. Had they done that, he wouldn't have been able to murder this third one. And so um, they have videotape. uh, Somehow uh, the kid was running, 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 and the the weapon that he he had, a weapon in his hand, and... uh, they weren't aware of this uh, 100% at that time. Um, they were told that he brandished a gun. But anyway, the kid's running. He's a teenager. He's like, I don't know, 17 years old. He's running away, you know, and uh, he's being chased down. And, and supposedly he tried to turn, which the video, you can't see any of this stuff on, Um and they say there's a flash from his gun, and so the officer was justified in doing it. Well, uh, so the mother last night of the murder, uh, the kid that got murdered by the police officer, and her daughter are at a peaceful protest. Um, they're very upset that uh, the officer didn't get charged in it, The curfew was at 8.30 last night in the city that there should be nobody out on the street. So the mother and the sister got arrested by the local police department for being out after the curfew. The woman gets really upset and now she's in the hospital with injuries to her arm, her head. And so this is where I don't like the word defunding, but... You know, we need wisdom to prevail. This woman is obviously so emotional um, that this jury, you know, they knew that outcome was going to, when they were bringing a National Guard that morning uh, to the state uh, to hear, you know, moving them from different parts of the state to our area here, they knew what that decision was going to be. They knew, you know, that. So then the next day, you know, the lady's going to be emotional. Her daughter's going to be emotional because, you know, she lost a son. And um, and a lot of people in the state thought that her, you know, possible charges may come against this officer. 
you know, and, um, you know, so we need to use our heads before, uh, you know, we take distraught people. Um, I don't know if you ever lost a loved one and then to lose one in that manner and, you know, and then we're going to lock up the mom and somehow she has injuries on us. Uh, doesn't make any sense to me. This is where the investment into police departments, I don't like the term defunding because it, you know, it does have this connotation that we're going to take away the resources. We're going to have less officers and no, we're going to add two. We're going to add value to the police departments with a social worker. If somebody was there that's used to, we're trained in uh, counseling, mental health, you know, not when things escalate, not to escalate, you know, like to keep our calm, to keep our cool, because you don't, uh, you know, um, spur the fire on you 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 don't feed it like if you ever had a campfire and you can't get it going take a piece of cardboard you start waving it back and forth like a fan it'll get the fire going because you know you don't want to fan fan that flame and maybe for the campfire because you want to eat some food but when you're talking about people uh you know in this situation uh, it doesn't help to, to go to that level and then to get upset and arrest a mother that's so emotional. There's just so much, I don't know, at the heart of me, there's just so much wrong in that, um, you know, to put her in jail for a curfew. And uh, so uh, that Kyle Rittenhouse thing in Kenosha too, they're not extraditing him to Wisconsin because... His attorney says he fears the mob. Well, you murdered a few people when you came to a protest that you were enticed by a Facebook posting by a alderman in the city. Yes, a government official. I've done some podcasts on this. Um, if you go down the, the row there, um, it's uh, one of them, I think, titled something like America's Most Scariest Alderman. It, uh, alderman for the city of Kenosha posted something called the Kenosha Guard, another militant uh, situation. We're going to get to some of that in just a moment here. But, um, uh, and then the kid comes over the border from Illinois. That's why he's not in the state right now because he was from Illinois. And then when the uh, National Guard was there too, the kid shot these two people and then just went home to Illinois. He just got in his car and left. And, uh, you know, they had to um, go get him the next day in the state. And then his attorneys wouldn't let him bring him back to the state of Wisconsin. So he's been in this jail in Illinois waiting extradition and now they're fighting it. Um, but I want to give a shout out to the two people that lost their lives. One was Joseph Rosenbaum, 36 years old. And, um, you know, a young man uh, gets shot and murdered by this kid coming down the street. Uh, and then uh, Gage Gross, Cross, no, Gage Cross, Cross from 26 from West Dallas, Wisconsin. And uh, he was only 26 that got uh, murdered by this 17-year-old that got called 
Uh, Facebook's in a lot of trouble on that one, too, because uh, they had 400 um, people that contacted them that take down that page uh, just prior to that happening, uh, the day or so before, and Facebook uh, didn't take it down. And again, though, I don't blame Facebook 100% because we can't post. Why are we sick as a nation and we post... We're sick as a nation and we post this hate online. And, and you know, the, to me, the hate shouldn't come. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. It was peace, love, and happiness. Let's be friends. Let's, you know, come on, people now. Uh, smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. That was a song. Sorry for my awful singing, but that... That was, you know, the, the vibe of the country. Where Where is that gone? And that brings me to uh, the white supremacist group, uh, Trump's terrorism. When Trump doesn't denounce, he has no idea, you know. And I guess as a citizen, um, you know, I did do a pod, couple of podcasts on the white supremacy stuff that uh, the Proud Boys were printing. Um, T-shirts the very next day after Trump wouldn't denounce the white supremacists uh, on the debate night. They were already, uh, by the next morning, they were selling T-shirts for 30 or 40 bucks that said, stand stand by. And uh, we're standing by. Now we have the uh, Wolverine Watchmen. And for some reason, part of that faction was here in Wisconsin, somewhere in uh, one of the smaller cities in the state, and they're upset, and uh, they want civil war. And I did this on a podcast a few weeks ago. I just Wikipedia'd uh, the uh, white supremacist groups in the country, and there's a ton of them, and it went down uh, alphabetical. And I, you know, I couldn't read them all, so I just grabbed a few and. The uh, common thread that came through these were um, the common thread was they want civil war. Like they they want a second civil war. There's a group called the Boogaloo Movement. And the Boogaloo Movement, um, they show up to rallies um, and they have uh, military camouflage pants and they'll wear uh Hawaiian shirts I guess and their movement is to do an actual civil war they want to start it they're loving this environment right now and then uh you know I did a couple of podcasts where uh the civilized protesters I had family members in some of these protests uh, the black lives matter cuz uh my family is blended and beautiful and uh and some of my younger family members, uh, part of uh, the nation, my family is big, we call it the nation, uh, and they were uh, peacefully protesting, and there's people coming from different areas, and then um, after the Kenosha riot, uh, a couple of days later, they arrested some white supremacists in a motel room in Kenosha, Wisconsin, this stuff is online, and you can find it, and they had lots of arms in there and so everybody keeps thinking uh that it's just the black lives matter people and it's not you know uh doing the protest it's not even them it you know it's and that's my group okay that's my group black lives matter okay that's my group uh 
but these people are coming out of the woodwork. It's not the peaceful people. And, you know, very early on, if you go back to George Floyd, right away there were reports. If you go on um, Facebook and if you can go back through Twitter, you'll see people were tweeting. There's busloads of uh, people coming to this thing now. Like they were organized. That's these guys. That's these guys. Uh, this is Trump's terrorism organization. These were the guys that were coming up, you know. And uh, I won't be surprised if you see some uh, money that was being tossed at the, these uh, organizations. And so um, when we see people, right, we're talking about anger earlier in the podcast and how it can come out in such awful Ways, uh, and one is when you see, weren't you shocked when uh, these uh, militia groups showed up at the Michigan Capitol, Minnesota Capitol, uh, Wisconsin? Here we had people, same thing, show up. Weren't you shocked to see that? Like, where did these people come from? And they got arms on the state capitol. How is this happening? In our state, it happened because we have open and carry laws, right? Uh, Our Governor Walker, and I knew this was just a bad, bad scene um, happening when they uh, open and carry. You you have the right to carry a weapon out in the open in our state. And you can conceal it with a permit if you take some six-hour class or you can keep it in your... uh, you know, hidden from view. And, and there's so many guns in our state right now. It's it's crazy, right? And so um, the environment is just, um, you know, so many road rages. Half the, uh, I would say weekly on our, one of our main freeways, Uh, cutting through the city of Milwaukee, the sheriff's department for Milwaukee County has to shut it down because they're looking for bullets on the freeway. And, you know, they're trying to track down who got so ticked off that they're going to just, you know, throw a handgun out the window at you. Um, They used to say the wild, wild west. Ever since Trump got uh, into office, it's the wild, wild America. You know, it's like free reign, you know, so I don't know, and then, like, they talk about Joe's, Biden's gonna be so loose on, he's gonna be so loose on the uh, police department and the crimes coming to you, the Trump administration in Kenosha, if you look, the uh, this Kyle Rittenhouse kid, there are tapes of him uh, him and his group, when they had their rifles, there are uh, guard members, uh, the uh, Wisconsin Guard, National Guard members, chucking these kids bottles of water. They're not telling these young kids with their guns to go home. They're, they're, they're using them like a faction of their, their, their muscle, you know. Uh, so, so much wrong there. So much wrong. And uh, so, if you, I said this too, uh, I've said this a couple of times, I think we need an amber alert system, or, or more like, uh, but I'm going to come up with a solution for you guys too, uh, 
uh, an alert system like we have a sex offender registry in our state and you can go and Google and find out, uh, you know, uh, are any of these people uh, with this history living next to you, you know, and I'd like to know uh, people that have been identified in these groups. I'd at least like to know uh, if they were criminally charged in any way, where they're at and you know, so I'm aware of this. Um, if, uh, somebody's walking down the street with a rifle in their hands, uh, we need to be notified. Um, so, uh, the other thing is that I'd like to know being a mental health professional, is there a common thread that brings these guys together? You know, is it, uh, I love my military guys, so, um, you know, uh, we need a strong military. I love these guys. I work with a lot of people that uh, have PTSD. Um, they're, they're on my, uh, my client list, you know, people I work with. But are these guys ex-military? Is that a, a thread? Um, are they, you know, did they know each other from... Uh, college? Uh, are they Facebook connected? Is there a characteristic that runs through them? Because um, if we can identify that, then we can, you know, have a conversation. Like, why are you so angry? How can we help you? Uh, what would you like the world to look like? Why is there so much anger and rage? And when we have these conversations, um, you know, like I was saying, um, when we de-escalate clients, same way at conversation at tables uh, with these uh, people, why are you walking up to the, like if that ain't a red flag when somebody is walking up to a state capital in camo and guns, like what is this all about? You know, talk to me. Why are you upset? Why do you have a rifle on the steps right now? What do you intend to do with that rifle? Why are you making such a strong statement? Let's talk about this. Let's sit down and talk. Let's, uh, you know, um, have a coffee or whatever your beverage choice is. Let's sit here. Uh, let's let's share a burger together. Let's get some grills out. Let's talk. Let why? Let's talk about this anger and rage and how can we, how can we make this? What what is the second? What is the civil war you're after? What are you trying to create? What do we need here? Um, is there a part of our society that's lacking for you? Help us understand. Let's fix this. Uh, you know we can't just. Uh, you know, why is this ideology exist? And, and so we need to defuse the bomb. <laughs> we need to talk, right? Like I always say, people are teapots. What's inside of you? Why is this in you, right? And uh, so, uh, you know, th- these are things by investing, not, not defunding, but investing in police departments. Uh, where we can do these psych social social assessments uh, here in our city, we uh, we find people. If a guy is in the garage stealing somebody's lawnmower and the snowblower, we find them. 
we don't sit down with them here and talk to them and find out why are you stealing this guy's lawnmower and snowblower? Do you have a drug issue? Are you out of a job? Are you, um, you know, is there just something not right where you, you know, you feel you have the right to take somebody else's stuff or whatever, but we need to see what's driving the behavior, what's driving these guys to go to the White House or um, state capitals with rifles. Why do we have a president that doesn't denounce this activity? Why did he stoke the fire going way back to Charlottesville? You know, why did he call them decent young men on both sides of the aisle? Um, you don't think that was a fan on the flame? I certainly do. So anyway, um, going to see a social work client today. The guy's been struggling with alcoholism. He's, you know, was just a guy, had a work life, you know, a little bit of trauma in his life, lost his mother, had a girlfriend die, threw him off the rails, uh, you know, needed to numb some pain, emotional pain, didn't know how to do it, started using alcohol and, uh, but today, uh, he is going to treatment and I'm going to be the person that has the honor and privilege to help him out and, um, make sure he's all right, you know, like, uh, you know, and, uh, he's a good, intelligent man, you know, just, uh, got a habit, you know, and once you get a habit, your body, you know, it affects your brain, it affects your nervous system. Once you keep putting substances in, your body gets used to it. And uh, his is, and it's become a habit. And now he's he's wants to take care of it. And I want to help him uh, achieve that. So anyway, I hope you are all doing well today. Um, try to help a neighbor. Try to help a friend. Um, if you feel you have nothing to give, remember, you can always give a smile. Have a great one. If you like these types of podcasts, please hit subscribe. If you enjoyed what you heard today, uh, if it was helpful, educational, um, hopefully you didn't like what you heard today and uh, you want it to change as I do, um, hit subscribe and please share it on other platforms. Have a great, great day.